Welcome to College Q&A. I'm Justin Myrick, and recently my son Drake said I need new intro music. So let's do this. Hey Dad, how about some college questions? Let's hear them. Let's hear them. All right, we are rolling with our newest episode, and I am so glad that you're listening in. Our question, what's the connection between our physical health and our spiritual health? Now, if you've been listening to the podcast, you'll know that many of our previous episodes have to do with spiritual health, which is a good thing. We want to focus on those things. We want to know how we can discern God's will for our life and how to have, you know, deal with stress and anxiety and, and, you know, there's been hints of us talking about, even in those conversations, our physical health, it plays into that. Uh, there's no doubt that while it may be different for everybody, the degree of it, it, there is a connection between physical and spiritual, even in the reality of, of that observation right there, that those previous conversations, uh, I remember Robert, when he was talking about how to deal with anxiety, had mentioned that, you know, not it wasn't his number one thing, like God's word was a huge part of it. But it was also, hey, running. He likes to, he, there was a part of exercise that helps him with that. And I think that speaks to the fact that there is a connection here. And so that's where we got to start, that our physical health matters. We've all got to have that foundation to move forward and to learn on this area. Because many people, to be honest, I think we ignore this topic. I think in America especially, this is something that is easily, uh, we're passive when it comes to this. We don't want to talk about it. We act if it's the thing, you know, we just don't want to mention it. So it's a really healthy question for us to jump into right now because our physical health matters and it matters. I mean, even Paul says, you know, hey, physical fitness is of, of some value, right? Godliness has a value for all things. And so um, even in scripture, we see that and there's examples where, this this is a good thing for us to talk about, and it's something that um, is is really really healthy, and I'm excited for it. Uh, it's something that I've paid attention to throughout my life because I've struggled with it. Um, you know, played football in college and got really unhealthy. I moved offensive line, and you know, to I played my junior year. Um, at about 250 and I handled it all right but the truth is for my senior or I say my senior year my last year I played uh, I got up to about 275 280 and it really helped me a lot so I was eating as much food as I possibly could I mean I just was trying to put on weight and trying to keep the weight on and I remember I had an, an opportunity to play another year and you know I was talking to coach Knight about it and you know, he was inviting me to come back, and and there was a part of that was very appealing to to play again. I love the team, love the coaching staff, and but at the same time, the thing that was I was struggling with was the weight. It was it was I could just tell that I was unhealthy. It wasn't even about the weight; that it was about just the fact that I knew I was not where I wanted to be physically, and it was bugging me. So I knew, you know, I chose not to come back and play another year and kind of wrap it up. I graduated and passed on that next year of eligibility because I, I knew my body was letting me know like it is time to get healthy and that's what this episode's about and so throughout my life you know I since then you know I've had ups and downs with it um, and I continue to fight and I continue to see that connection and I think that's the the important part that we recognize and I pay attention to people who have 
journeyed through some of the similar thing, struggles I've had, and I get inspired by people. And our guest today is one of those men that have truly inspired me. Uh, just recently, within the last year, um, our guest, uh, Mr. Daniel Ayette, he, in the last year, has lost nearly 100 pounds. Uh, just an incredible journey that I'll let him tell you about and just the things that God has showed him through that and, and taught him through that. It's an incredible Incredible story, and and I'm so grateful for his journey in that. You know, he's now serving it. He was, uh, by the way, it's kind of a cool little trivia here. He he was here at ATU for a semester back in 2010 before moving on to my alma mater, Washtenaw Baptist University. So he's journeyed around the country a little bit, but now he is serving as the student pastor at Cross Church Pinnacle Hills up in Northwest Arkansas, and so grateful for a door open and for him to come back to his home state. And just uh, just excited to for you to have the chance to listen in to him. And so uh, let's listen in uh, and hear what Daniel had to say. Hey, Justin and College Question podcast listeners. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share my story of weight loss. And I hope that you leave encouraged and inspired that no situation is beyond hope in our lives because of God's grace. You know, I'll share a little bit of my journey, but also give you some key insights that I've learned over the years about the connection between physical and spiritual health that will perhaps shed some light into your life and give you some practical application for today. Uh, to give a little background about this weight loss journey I had, I grew up uh, being very active as a, as a kid. Uh, playing sports and being outside a whole lot. As a matter of fact, uh, from the time I played t-ball as a preschooler until the time I finished my senior year of football, I really can't remember a time of not being involved in some sort of physical activity, sport, or exercise, but uh, my activity level slowly decreased after high school graduation. Uh, I, I remember as a college student in Arkansas Tech, a uh, freshman there at Russellville, I, my cousin Jeremy was the college pastor at First Baptist Russellville at the time, and Jeremy's like that cousin that you you all had that uh, had abs since he was 14 years old, and he's basically super fit, and uh, we'd go work out every now and then, but then afterwards, I'd go eat whatever I wanted to after a hard workout, and uh, in a loving way, he basically told me to be aware of the habits I was allowing myself to indulge in, uh, particularly with my diet and steady decrease of physical activity. You know, I laughed it off as I would go to Taco John's and eat some potato Olays or wolf down some late night burgers uh, for Mickey D's. The habits that were being sown at that moment would eventually bear fruit down the road. It's the principle of sowing and reaping. The definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Which brings me to my first insight to answering the question of what is the connection between physical and spiritual health, which is the daily habits of your diet and exercise today affect your physical and spiritual health tomorrow. What's crazy is that there has been science that shows that when we make decisions or even process thoughts over time, those decisions or thoughts become well-worn pathways in our brain, and so it becomes easier to make the same decision because the pathway mentally has been well-established, which can be a good or bad thing depending on the thought or the habit. You know, ministry was tough on me, especially during those early years out of college. And if I had a day where I felt burdened by ministry or the demands of life, uh, the one place I could run to, I feel like, uh, in order to deal with stress was food. And not just any type of food, but really bad, unhealthy fast food. It was quick and convenient, and it seemed to numb some of the stress that I'd felt in that moment. But the pounds were slowly starting to add up. And so uh, each time the cue of stress or feeling bad would arise, mentally I would turn to the well-worn path of thinking that I needed unhealthy food in order to cope with my stress, widening this pathway even more so, and thus the vicious cycle continued. Long story short, over the 10 years since my high school graduation, I had gained 100 pounds, basically all bad weight. 
continuing to eat poorly, which I had done my whole life, and having practically no physical exercise or activity, something had to give, and it was my waistline. If I were to go back in time and give some wisdom to 18-year-old Daniel as a college student, I would have reminded him to carefully evaluate his daily habits because one day he would reap the fruit of those habits, good or bad. The second insight I have is that God created us as holistic beings. The body, mind, and spirit all affect each other. You know, there's a lot of scientific research and study that has taken place over the years that indicates what we sort of intrinsically know as humans, and it's that each aspect of our life tends to bleed over into other areas of our life. And if any one of those areas are out of balance or dysfunctional, that imbalance begins to affect the other areas of life. A great resource for this is The Power of Full Engagement by Lower and Schwartz. You know, anecdotally, this was well evidenced in my own life. The times that I would eat uh, unhealthy foods or not exercise, I would get more tired or tired more easily, which of course led to mental fog and apathy to engage in spiritual discipline. But the good news is that in the midst of all of this is that God's grace sustains his children, even though uh, sometimes they go through seasons of self-inflicted wondering, which is what I did. Uh, one verse that sort of illustrates this idea of us being holistic beings comes from Luke 2.52 which reads that Jesus grew in wisdom, stature, and favor with God and man. Another way to read that same verse would be that Jesus grew intellectually, physically, spiritually, and socially. There's not much written in the gospel accounts of what Jesus' formative years were like between ages 12 and 30, but except for this verse. But I think there's a lot to learn from uh, what is written here. Growth in each of these areas makes it easier for growth in all the other areas. And if one of these areas is slow to develop, it hinders or slows down the progress in the others. The third insight that I have is that uh, it's amazing what proper diet, regular exercise, and adequate sleep will do for you in all areas of your life. I look back to the prophet Elijah in the Old Testament after a tremendously powerful but taxing spiritual victory over the prophets of Baal at Mount Carmel in 1 Kings uh, chapter 18. He fled for his life in 1 Kings 19 and was driven to despair, but God in his grace knew something that would strengthen him for further ministry. Uh, the Lord gave him the opportunity to sleep, eat, and drink for 40 days as he was on the run from the wicked queen Jezebel. Sometimes it's just getting back to the basics of health and restoration that can make all the difference uh, in one's life, which was true in my life as well. The turning point for me in terms of my physical health began about a year ago as I finished a half marathon at the heaviest weight of my life. It was painful as both of my calves locked up at mile 10, and I lost feeling in my fingers uh, and swelled, they swelled up because of lack of nutrients. Uh, I knew after this moment that something had to change. I wish I had time to share all the details of how I ended up losing 95 pounds in eight months, but I basically changed my diet slowly, uh, changed exercise and sleep patterns as well, and committed to the long haul. Weight watchers and lifting weights and committing to earlier bedtimes were all instrumental in the process. Uh, one of the healthy habits uh, implemented in response to this new energy I had was I actually began to wake up early and spend quality, unhurried time with God uh, through the Word and prayer. There began to be actual space or margin in my life for God to feel and to speak into my life clearly. I hadn't heard the voice of God so clearly in my life for quite a long time. I would not feel rushed uh, during this time as I needed to check off a box uh, for my time with God, but simply imagine sitting at the feet of Jesus with an open Bible and an open, submissive heart. Uh, the Lord began to work mightily within my heart and my life and encouraged my soul to continue on in ministry even until this day. So that's just one example of how life-giving habits physically uh, can give life to you spiritually. So, so to recap the in insights I found, number one, the daily habits of your diet and exercise today 
affect your physical and spiritual health tomorrow. Uh, number two is that God created us as holistic beings. The body, the mind, and the spirit, they all affect one another. And number three, it's amazing what proper diet, regular exercise, and adequate sleep will do for you in all areas of your life. You know, if, if you're listening to this and maybe you find yourself in a situation similar to the one that I found myself in, one of disappointment with where you've allowed yourself to go physically or spiritually, my encouragement to you is that God is not done with you. Or perhaps you're in a position to really begin to shape those habits and structures in your life and you have some freedom for the first time in your life. Really consider uh, what is going to be life-giving for you in terms of diet and exercise and sleep. And uh, focusing on these terms uh, in, in terms of healthy rhythm and habits will pay dividends for you in all areas of your life, especially spiritually, because these healthy habits create margin for the Lord to show up and show out in your own, in your own life. So thank you, Justin, so much for letting me share and God bless, and I hope you guys are encouraged today. What a powerful testimony. I really respect and appreciate and am inspired by Daniel's perseverance, his discipline, and just really honestly enjoyed hearing what God was teaching him and continues to teach him through his physical health journey. I mean, it was awesome just to hear those things, how he clearly laid them out for us. And those are things that I love that perspective, you know, talking about and our habits that we do now absolutely affect the habits we have tomorrow. Like that, that's something I think we can forget easily. Like I, I love all that he talked about. I want to ask a question now, you know, what, what should be our focus as we pursue being physically healthy, right? Like what should we think about? And again, we're talking about the connection between physical and spiritual. Well, I want to share something with you that maybe helps you understand where I'm coming from when it comes to this connection. In 2010, my wife and I were living in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and we'd been married a couple years, and God opened up a door to work at a church there in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and so grateful for that opportunity. And while there, we learned that we were going to have a baby, and there's something so special about that moment. And what it made it even more special was learning that it was going to be a baby girl. So I remember my daughter being born like it was yesterday. And it's 10 years later. My daughter will turn 10 in just a few short months. And while God was still knitting her together, I was thinking, as a daddy to a daughter, like what are the things that I want her to know? And I thought about it a lot. I still think about it a lot. But I knew that there were two things that I wanted my daughter before she was ever, before she saw the light of day. There were two things that I was praying, God help me do these, these two things well. That no matter, I may fail in some other areas, I know I'm going to fail in some areas, but let me get these two things right. I want my daughter to know that I love her. 
and that she's beautiful. I wanted my daughter to have 100% confidence that her daddy loves her and her daddy thinks she's beautiful. Now, why would those be my two things? Because some might come with the argument of, hey, how about wanting her to come to know Jesus? Shouldn't that be on the list? Okay. A, I think that's kind of a given. All right. But B, I've been working with college students in some way, shape, or form for 20 years. And there are a lot of girls who don't have much confidence in their daddy loving them. And a lot of girls who struggle with insecurity and make unhealthy decisions just to hear someone say, I love you or communicate that you're beautiful. All right, they don't think they're beautiful. They don't think they're loved. And they make devastating decisions that hurt. On the flip side, I see young girls who have confidence in those things. They have really good relationships with their daddy. And they're exceptions. God's good. He's a father to the fatherless. Praise God. The church comes into play with these things to fill in gaps. Absolutely. But I just knew for my role, I want to pass those two things on. Because to, to speak to the connection, if my daughter makes that connection, right? My daddy knows, or he, I, I know that he loves me, thinks I'm beautiful. You know what's going to happen? Somewhere down the road, my hope and prayer was that she'll make the connection that that Father God loves her and made her beautiful, period. And what better connection than that? Because every young person, period, needs to understand that, that they are made in the image of God. And let's be honest, when it comes time to being physically healthy, one thing why I think my heart was so strong in that is my, my major in college was mass communication, so I studied a little bit of everything. And, you know, you pay attention to graphic design and all the stuff, and, and, you know, the images that women are given to say, this is the standard for beauty, so go get that. It's all lies. You have to be very, very cautious of that. And I want my daughter to understand that the world's standard for beauty is absolutely wrong. That Father God himself, who makes everybody, he makes them all incredibly beautiful. And it's all different. I, mean, I got, okay, we're talking about the girl. I got three boys and they're young, but I can tell you right now, it's three boys in three different body types. And in 10 years, if we put them all on the same diet and same workout schedule, guess what? They're still going to have three different body types. That's just the way it is. And we have created a system that has said this is what it means to be healthy and we have allowed that 
to just mess with our minds and hearts. And it's created some mess in us. And so I feel like as far as the connection between physical and spiritual, oh my goodness, yes, that connection has to take place because if spiritually I can understand that God has made, Psalms 139, he has knit me together. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I know that full well. I love that you think about that phrase. I know that full well. In other words, I know this truth. And if you know that truth, the spiritual truth, that's going to guide you as you seek to be physically healthy. Because your physical healthy may not look like your neighbor's physical healthy. And it's all right. The goal is not to try to compare yourself to other people and try to be somebody else. It's to be the best, the healthiest you can be and to do your part. That's the goal. That's what you want. And that's why I bring up the story about my daughter, because I want her to be physically healthy. Absolutely. But what does that look like? I don't want her to have this world given image that's not of God, that she's trying to obtain, that's not healthy at all, which is why I think we're better off not focused on scales man, at all. Like, I mean, it's helpful to some degree and it helps us celebrate. Like when somebody loses near 100 pounds, awesome. Man, I got a good friend of mine. Many of you know him, Brett Hatfield. Guy lost. I remember the day he had weighed in and lost 45 pounds and I was like, bro, we got to go up to the weight room and you got to hold a 45 pound weight because that's what you just lost. And we did. And it was awesome. We celebrate those things. We need to. So scales can be good. Scales can be healthy. But, man, they can also, you got to be careful with them. Um, I really believe if you're doing right, you're eating right, you're exercising, you're getting your sleep. You know what? You're going to weigh what you're going to weigh. You know, weight will take care of itself in a lot of ways. And, you know, that's three things Daniel mentioned that I appreciate it. It's not complicated, right? Like, you know, you you eat right, you know, you exercise and you sleep well. That's really what it comes down to. And oh, by the way, when it comes to all three of those things, again, in light of comparison, you can't look at it. Everybody's an expert on this. And I get that. And you go out there and everybody's trying to say, oh, you just got I think it looks different for everybody. Find what works for you and find what helps you be the healthiest you can be and then get excited about doing that, right? Like, you know, I there are so many ways. Let's just take exercise. There are so many ways to stay healthy and get your activity, right? From swimming, biking, running, uh, hiking, uh, rock climbing, I mean, my goodness, uh, skateboarding, uh, martial arts, you, know, you name it. There are so CrossFit, right? There, there's so many things out there. And you see people in, in everybody, every one of those fields has that person that's like, this is the best thing. Nothing else is good. It's like, no, no, no. Find what works for you. Find what you enjoy. I think it needs to be something you have fun with, right? Find something you have fun with. Uh, although there's going to be days you don't want to do it, but that's the you want to find something you're going to go and do it anyway just it's that kind of thing keeps you going find something like that same thing with food like everybody man there's all these diet fads look find out what works for you um, and 
consider what you're actually putting into your body. Consider it fuel. What am I giving my body to feed, to, to work? You know, and you need to have some, some freedom in there, uh, some grace. And that's for you to figure out what that looks like. But again, it's going to look different. Same thing with sleep, right? But the goal is that you are thinking through these things. And so, you know, I love Daniel's challenge. Like, hey, here's some things to think about. And that's where I'd love to end this episode with is, hey, think through those things. What are What is the exercise that I'm getting on a daily, weekly basis? Consistent. You know, what, what is my diet? And I don't mean diet as in like a, a fad thing. I mean a diet as in like, what am I actually eating? What am I drinking? What, what things am I giving my body to fuel my energy? Think through that. Process through that. Pay attention to how you respond to certain things. Same thing with sleep. Like, am I, are you being diligent to go to bed in a, at a time you need to? And if you feel bad every day and you're like, man, I'm, well, I'm staying up till 1 a.m. I'm waking up at, you know, six hours for some people, man, they can run all day. It's perfect. Other people need eight to nine. Some that set you, you got to figure it out. But I think the goal is that for each of those three areas, you're thinking through it. You're putting forth the diligence to pay attention to your body, how you respond, what you enjoy, what you how you can, how it helps you. And I think that's what I want for my life, you know, for my children. I want them to grow up and understand there is absolutely a connection between physical and spiritual. We can't deny it. Um, But it's got to be in balance, right? Again, to quote Paul, it's of some value, right? Like godliness has a value for all things. So we're right to focus on this for one episode and and the other ones we're focusing on other spiritual things, right? Like this is important. Uh, but it's not the catch-all, right? So it matters, um, but we don't want to put it on a, on a pedestal that it doesn't exist or it doesn't need to be on. And so again, um, I hope and pray this episode has been a blessing to you. Um, I'm uh, encouraged so much by Daniel's story and just appreciate him joining in on this episode. So thank you guys for listening in. Uh, you know, you guys feel free to continue to give me feedback. I know we went a little longer today, but I just enjoy kind of talking a little bit. And so I hope you guys are still enjoying it. Uh, Give me some feedback if you'd like to. Also, if you've got a question, keep them coming. Uh, I love these discussions. I love the conversations that are spawned on through this. And so you guys keep those coming. And of course, if you are not subscribed yet to the podcast, I'd encourage you to do that because it helps you know when a new episode hits. And we do have more lined up, and I'm excited about that. And I've enjoyed connecting with these guests each week and learning from them. It's been so encouraging for me. And so I certainly hope and pray it has been for you as well. And until next time, I'm Justin Myrick, encouraging us all to stay connected to church, connected to each other, and connected to the God we love and serve. God bless.